Welcome to the latest episode of Oxygen Starved, the podcast that brings you your ABCs, adventure, books, and conversations from 11,000 feet with your esteemed hosts, Dr. Stacy Adler of the Mono County Office of Education and Mr. Christopher Platt of the Mono County Free Library. Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of the Oxygen Starved Podcast, where we bring you your adventure books and conversations from 11,000 snowy feet in the eastern Sierra. I'm your co-host Christopher, and with me is my co-host... Stacy, and with us as always, producer Doug, who's terribly busy right now. And I know he says hi to all the listeners out there. It is. It's, uh, you know, it's it's December and we're all kind of mm-hmm. busy and there's all sorts of weather and it's all sorts of good. So yes. um, it's, it's, it's thrown some wrenches in people's life in a good way, right? It definitely in a good way, but it, you know, the, as much as we love the snow here and we're so grateful for it because we desperately need the, the water, um, it does put monkey wrenches into plans and, you know, it makes you have to strategize in a whole new way. It certainly does. And and that yearly uh, relearning how to drive in blowing snow down the highway. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for you know our, our listeners that follow us regularly will remember that my youngest daughter, Tessa, who was a guest on the show recently had just got her driver's license. So this is her first winter driving in this condition, which of course, for any parent, they know the, the total angst and anxiety and fear that this, you know, brings to you. And yep. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, I will say there's plenty of adults um oh, yeah. <laughs> led off the road into snowbanks along the highway sometimes. So Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's the thing, right? Is that you know your capabilities and like and I know Tessa's capabilities, but you don't know that of everybody around you. Right. And, you know, we just ask all all of our friends that are coming up here for the, you know, to play in the snow over the Christmas holiday, please Look at the weather before you get in your car. Take it yeah. slow. Plan for extra time. Don't be racing around because I think that's what gets us into the most trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Good advice. And we know there are plenty of our listeners up skiing right now. So yes. um, I, we hope all of our listeners had a happy Christmas and other holidays that have been happening and coming right up is New Year's. So, yes. you know, we did our annual tradition of the top picks of the year with Dave Leonard from the Bookie Joint. And now we're doing our second annual tradition, which is the follow-up, right? Right. New year, new you. <laughs> new year, new you. We all kind of approached a year with um, resolutions and some plans. Hopefully, hopefully 2021 didn't do it in for people. <laughs> uh, you know, it, I think it definitely was different than we expected. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, we got through it and we'll see what 2022 brings. And <laughs> I think you're right. Whatever it is, it'll be interesting. Well, uh, so that informed the books that we chose to talk about today. Definitely. So we each, we each chose one. And the book that I chose is one that um, really is helping me think about 
approaching 2022, which is that sense of kindness and positivity and, and the need for friends and family around you, you know, asking for help and that sort of thing. Some of our listeners may already be familiar with this book. It's called The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse by Charlie Mackesee. came out a couple years ago. Um, Mackesee is a British artist and illustrator. Um, and he, while he's illustrated many books, this is his own first authored book. And visually, it's a work of art. It's it's handwritten yeah. and hand-illustrated in beautiful colors. The, I don't know about you, Stace. The illustrations call to mind the original illustrations of the Winnie the Pooh book. To me. Absolutely. Absolutely. They did. In fact, I, I, I looked at this book after I listened to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I had to make the pictures in my mind Yeah, right. when I was listening to it, but it absolutely brought to mind Winnie the Pooh. And when I was doing the research for this episode, I saw one review of a reader who said this reminded her of a cross between Winnie the Pooh and the Little Prince. Right, exactly. It did me as well. The Little Prince is another book this brought to mind. And he started these illustrations on his Instagram account, and that's where the book kind of took off from, um, where some people compared him also to Beatrix Potter. So listeners are kind of getting a sense of what the visual nature Mm -hmm. of the book may be. The story itself is very simple. Um, Reminds me and some other people of the giving tree. It's yeah. it's not really a quest, but there's a boy who starts out um, meeting the mole, and then the two of them rescue a fox from a trap, and then the three of them meet a horse. And along the way, the boy poses curious questions that become brief meditations on kindness and love mm-hmm. and courage and fear. And the interesting thing is these are all just kind of little brief page long meditations. None of this is very text heavy. The question that the boy poses that gets the most response from people is when the boy asks the horse, what is the bravest thing you've ever said? And the horse replies, help. And, and, that just struck a chord with so many people and so many, in fact, that in the UK, at least the illustration was used by the British health authority and the military to promote people asking for help when they're having mental problems. Yeah. Which, you know, boy, 2021, that's the definition of 2021 in my mind. Now the book actually came out before the pandemic a few years ago, but since it what the pandemic started, that's really probably what fueled the popularity. It's it's a bestseller, but in that kind of hand selling, gift giving sort of way, we've actually bought copies for many of our family this year. And the publisher was caught by surprise. You know, they thought it was originally going to be a small print run, but they actually had to staff up because of the demand and had delivery trucks running from the printing press twenty four hours a day to, to with additional copies to meet the demand. Right. Um, um, and many, many people from Elizabeth Gilbert from Eat, Pray, Love to Bear Grylls have blurbed this book. It's become that that popular. And so what I thought I would do was just read like two brief paragraphs from the author's intro, Charlie Mackesy's intro, so that our listeners can get an idea of what his voice is like. And this is just the, the summary of his intro. Uh, So again, the boy and the three animals go on an adventure and their adventures happen in springtime where Mm -hmm. one moment snow is falling and the sun shines the next, which is also a little bit like life. It can turn on a sixpence. 
I hope this book encourages you perhaps to live courageously with more kindness for yourself and for others, and to ask for help when you need it, which is always a brave thing to do. When I was making the book, I often wondered, who on earth am I to be doing this? But as the horse says, the truth is everyone is winging it. So I say, spread your wings, follow your dreams. This book is one of mine. I hope you enjoy it and much love to you. Thank you, Charlie. And that's the mindset that I want to bring to 2022. So that's why I chose, chose this book. Well, I, I love this book too. And you know, particularly when I listen, so when you listen to it on you know, the audible or where, mm-hmm. whatever platform, the introduction is read. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I almost, I even love the introduction and every, and I didn't know you were going to share a part of it. So I'm glad okay. you did because that <laughs> it really, you know, it, it sets up the reader to come to this with an open mind and an open heart. And, um, you know, he even says at a different point in the introduction, you know, I don't even know what I'm really doing here. (laughs) And uh, I just thought it it was just so, and he has this lovely British accent and it, and he reads the story. Oh, it's Charlie. the narration. Yeah. He, he's reading it and he's like, and this could be a bad thing, but (laughs) I'm going to give it a go. And, you know, I mean, and isn't that how we all should approach everything that we tackle, right? It might not work out, but we've got to give it a go. We've got to try. And I loved it. And this really did being a a huge Winnie the Pooh fan, you know, (laughs) since I was a little tiny kid, um, this really had that same vibe to me, you know, the relationship between the boy and the animals and, and kind of wind in the willowsy Right. To, you know, where the, the animals are all personified and, right. um, so it was, it was really great. I bought it for my kids as part of their Christmas <laughs> gifts this year. Don't know what they really thought of that, but, um, they pretended that they liked it. So, Aww. um, we'll, we'll see, but I think they're just, it's a book you can keep on your shelf and go back to and go back to. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you need encouragement, when you need to have a little bit of, of strength and, you know, I too loved that, you know, the, the horse's response of help yeah, is, is so meaningful and it's so strong and it's, you know, it's just like when, when I encourage new administrators, new teachers, when they're asked a question, if they don't know the answer, say, I don't know the answer. It's kind of similar to asking for help, right. you know, and then go get some help to find the answer instead yeah. of winging it, making it up, you know? So, um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was a great book. And I listened to it most of the time when I was walking Lola mm. and, you know, I asked her these questions that the boy was asking. She did not have any answers at all. She she just looked at me like, can you just give me my food? <laughs> Lola's young, that she'll learn these things, yeah. right? Well, you know, yeah. So, um, but it was it was a really nice way to listen to the story by, you know, being outside in the snowy nature, <laughs> 
with my dog. Yeah. Listening to it, it, it brought an, an, it brought it all really to life. It was great. I really do think, and you referenced this as well. I do think this has become a, it will be a touchstone book for this generation. You know, Winnie mm-hmm. the Pooh was a touchstone book. The yeah. Little Prince was a touchstone book. Jonathan Livingston Siegel was a touchstone book. There you go. The yeah. Giving Tree. This is mm-hmm. this is going to sit on that kind of shelf, absolutely, um, and and resonate with with yep. people. And um, you know, I'll just close with just the the publisher's blurb on this because they got it right. Love, hope, mm-hmm. friendship, and the courage of asking for help resonate deeply at a time when mental health can't be taken for granted and kindness seems out of reach. The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse may not be able to solve the world's problems, but it has reminded thousands of people of the qualities that can. Beautiful. The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse by Charlie Mackesee. We have it at the library. You can find it at bookstores. We encourage you to pick it up. So that was my pick. Yeah. What'd you pick, Stace? Well, I, I not only did I read and listen to this one, but I, I had another, as I want to do, I, I love reading books about diets that I mm-hmm. never follow. <laughs> And I don't, I don't, I have a million of them. I don't do not follow any of them ever, but I, it's interesting reading about that. So, <laughs> so this year I, I, I was, uh, turned on to a book by the most, you know, reliable of all sources, TikTok. <laughs> and, um, it's good. It was called women, food and hormones. And it was written by Dr. Sarah Gottfried. Mm-hmm. And she has written many books about women's health. And, you know, she, she claims to, you know, practice, she is her, you know, N1 user for mm-hmm. everything that she promotes and talks about. And, and so basically this, she's promoting this four week kind of not, I don't want to say diet, but maybe a lifestyle change, if you will, where it's kind it's kind of a modified keto way of eating, ketogenic way of eating um, that is supposed to address women of a certain age, mm-hmm. as I am, <laughs> uh, to address like their hormone changes. And so it was, it was very interesting. There were some things that when I went to other sources to research what she was saying, there was a little question there. Oh, really? But yeah, I, you know, she's an MD. She's purported to not only have used this on herself, but, you know, hundreds of women that have used this pr- approach successfully. She does, she does take a very modified approach to this. She, mm-hmm. you know, she says this is a four week kind of reset. Okay. And then she offers opportunities to, um, you know, to tweak it for a more sustainable way to live and eat. So, so um, when, you, when you say it's to help use food to help address hormone changes, you know, the natural hormone changes that happen in people over life, is it to combat those changes or is it to make it easier to deal with them? I would say it's more to manage them. Okay. You know, you and I were talking when, when we were talking about this book right. that, um, you know, as we've gotten older and we're, I'm a little older than you, but we're about the same we're age. We're about the same age. As we've gotten older, the ways that we employed to lose weight when we were in our <laughs> 20s and 30s don't work anymore. Right. This is very true. 
And and yet you find it out in December. Everyone finds this out in December, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. And and what you've done for the past eleven months has no bearing on it at all. It's just oh no. <laughs> when you've had what am I going to do now? Twentieth <laughs> twentieth gingerbread cookie of the day or whatever. Yes, exactly. Or the third cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think it's more on how to you know to deal with hormonal shifts and manage, manage that. Um, You know, am I going to try this? You know, one of the, one of the pieces of her 28 day plan is you you have to completely eliminate alcohol. And Mm -hmm. I don't drink that much by any means, but am I willing to give up my, you know, shot of tequila on Friday nights for four weeks? I I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so I'm, I'm just going to see there, to do this plan, to follow her plan and follow it correctly, I must say, I think takes a lot of planning. Yeah. You yeah. know, she, she even talks about that, that you can't go into this. You need to take like, you know, time beforehand and throughout the four weeks to really plan. You can't just be winging anything. Right. And, you know, I have, I have other people that I have to cook for as well. And so that, you know, that, that don't need to follow this plan. So, but you know, some, that's, that's what some people find attractive about these kinds of things, right? Is it's the process as much as the result, you know, that people really can get into that. Um, Exactly. You know, one thing you mentioned that very briefly first talking about the book it's something that struck a chord with me as a librarian because we often encourage people to look at this is just because the author has md after their name doesn't mean you shouldn't also maybe in this type of book look up some stuff online from your own right. trusted resources like you know there's web md there's the mayo right. clinic that you've talked about mm-hmm. and others um just you know it's that second opinion can happen with a book as well as a diagnosis right absolutely absolutely and you know it was like i said i, I don't typically follow these <laughs> plans when i read them but it is interesting i do enjoy learning about them and researching them and right um you know, it just, it, you know, you, you pick and, you know, I tend to like pick and choose what mm-hmm. resonates with me and what I know I can be successful at in these things. And yeah, you know, we'll see, nothing will change. I will, <laughs> <laughs> but, but for any, any listeners that, that want to check it out, this was called women, food and hormones by Dr. Sarah Gottfried. And it's, it's widely available and and I, I, I don't think she's on TikTok, but I think she has an Instagram account, so you can check her out on there. But should we um, get should we get on TikTok? Should Oxygen Starved be on TikTok? Is that the place people talk about books now? There are a lot of TikTok creators. Mm-hmm. You know, they're called. I guess we're called content creators too. Um, th- that do have like book talks, you know, Mm. so there is a lot of TikTok books and, you know, you hear from people, you know, who work in bookstores and people who just like to read. And, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, I, I would appeal to the listeners. What do you, do you (laughs) think we should have a, are you on TikTok? Do you think we should have a TikTok account? I would, um, (laughs) I'm not sure about the video component. I'm sitting here. Yeah. I kind of of feel like I have a face for radio and (laughs) I really shouldn't, um, we should go do it with, there. We'll do it with puppets. 
or Lola. <laughs> that would be so funny, Lola the book, the book the dog, book dog, <laughs> book talk dog. Lola, if we could get her to sit still for that amount of time, I think she would enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you, listeners, for joining us for the New Year, New You edition of the Oxygen Starved podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening and hearing about the books that we are reading to kick off 2022. And we hope that you will share how you are kicking off your new year with us, either by going to our website, Oxygen Starved Podcast. Or uh, visiting our Instagram account at O2Starved. We really appreciate you joining us every week. And we will be back again with a whole list of new guests and interesting conversations in the new year. So take care, stay safe, and happy new year. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us here for Oxygen Star. Our outro music, Iron Bacon, is composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. Incompetech.com, Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.